Beyond Infinity. There's a certain awareness out there amongst uh, the medical community and and, uh, even people who rely on the medical community that that there have in the past and there may still be, may well still be, some linkages between big pharmaceutical companies and the prescribers of their drugs. Mm. And, and, you know, this is this whole thing. If you're a a specialist, for example, you might get invited off to a a beautiful hotel in Hawaii to attend a conference which happens to be sponsored by a big drug company. Mm -hmm. And and, and part of the, the unwritten rule if you like is that there may be some inducements or some um some some incentives for you to prescribe that particular drug company's products over their competitors Mm. products and this is something that does happen and look we don't know how much it goes on but uh, there have been examples in the past now you've got a story which is suggesting that this is actually happening involving opioids and the the makers of those drugs yeah look i I visited uh, the us the states in um, june of 2019 and didn't spend a lot of time watching tv but when i watched it there was a lot a lot of medical ads and it was about different medications and drugs and ask your doctor for this and you know are you suffering from this pain and 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 what we here in australia have learned over the years is um you know we've we've heard from afar across the pond about all of the you know the pharmaceuticals that are trying to influence doctors and how they can pay more money or you know all these kickbacks and the holidays and the functions and all of that Mm. in order for the doctors to prescribe a particular drug to their patients mm. and the more they prescribe the more money that these doctors potentially can make but that has led to uh, many problems an opioid epidemic which is happening throughout the US mm. and people are reliant on these particular drugs and in many cases they were not required or they were misdiagnosed uh, or misallocated these particular drugs so it has become a major problem and in one area, uh, there this sort of been discussion about how the doctors are doing their best to to face this. Uh, there's been, I think, some talk about regulations in terms of the pharmaceutical companies, but that's fairly lax from the government. But one thing that hasn't been focused on is the systems behind how the pharmaceutical companies and the doctors work, and particularly the software that that is used. So. If you go and visit a doctor and the doctor's sitting in front of a computer and starts to enter in some symptoms or your medical history, then what has happened is there's a records company, like a, a medical records company based in San Francisco, and it's alleged that this company, Practice Fusion, had developed software that essentially had influenced the doctors to recommend particular medications based on what the kickbacks were from these pharmaceutical companies. So the pharmaceutical companies allegedly have gone to the software companies and said, hey, what we want you to do is we want you to input our drugs, our particular drugs into your software so that when the doctor is sitting there and entering the the information, Mm. a little pop-up will occur and this would ask about the patient's pain level and then a drop-down menu would be provided Provided with a list of treatment options, including a possible prescription for an opioid painkiller. From a particular drug company. From a particular drug, yeah. drug and company. And in a country which has got an opioid crisis, which you mentioned, not just based on prescription drugs, it's also illicit drugs as well, heroin and and even synthetic opioids as well. There's mm. some really, um, I mean, it's a major problem. A lot of people have died of overdoses. A lot of people are um, hardcore addicts. It has crime flow-on effects. It's, it's a very serious issue in America. It's a crisis and it's on a big scale. So to have this kind of behavior going on with drug companies influencing the way that doctors prescribe opioids 
supposedly legal yes. is really quite amazing. And is the patient getting the best care? If the drug company is then saying, well, we want you to just build into the software that you should recommend our drug, are they really putting it against some kind of automated intelligence or some you know, best case scenarios where someone's level of pain, I mean, uh, level of pain can be subjective. I could walk in and say, I'm at a level eight, but I've never experienced a level 10 pain. So how do I really know what that level eight, you know, it's all relative to what yes, you've experienced exactly. in the so past. Yes, exactly. So what does that scale really mean? Exactly. You know? So if someone mm. says, well, I'm at a level eight well you, you know you've you've sprained your ankle okay it's sore of course but in realistic terms i mean you haven't lost a limb you haven't you're not going through a significant pain injury and therefore is it an eight or is it more of a three or four and so therefore a scale like this is not really determinate and this is where a doctor clearly should be doing the right thing and saying well I don't believe he, should, he or she or um, should be on a particular medication. Unfortunately, the doctors are influenced by the systems that they rely on because of the amount of patients they have to see. Uh, so it, it is a problem. Now, it, this is not something that which is just let go. You know, the company which supplied the software to tens of thousands of doctors' offices nationwide have admitted to doing this, and there's been a $145 million federal settlement, and that's to resolve civil and criminal penalties, and that's including $113 million to be paid to the federal government and more than $5 million to the states. Now, mm. what it doesn't include is anything to address the opioid issue. Um, mm. There's no um, you know funding that's go- that appears to be going in to any of these sort of cleanup programs. No suggestion as to what system they would move to or whether it's they've taken out this software as well. But this just goes to, and it's not just the US, there's, there's corrupt systems throughout the world. Mm. And it goes to saying, well, if you want your product to get into a place, all you have to do is find the right people to influence. And in this case, it was a software company. Mm. And so if there's not the suitable regulations that go into this then this is the sort of outcome that we can come to expect no matter what what place in the world you are yeah, yeah. it has the potential to it's occur not just in the united states and it is that it's to do with that relationship and those linkages that can exist between the providers of drugs and the people prescribing those drugs being the doctors i think most doctors do the right thing i of think course. most doctors put yeah. their, their their patient's health first but i think that there are you know little sort of gray areas that can be played around with yes. uh, on the edges of that you know it can if it comes down to this do you give a generic version or do you give them the the, the full-blown exp- more expensive version mm-hmm. if there's two or three c- drug companies competing with very very similar products which one does the doctor choose? Well, it might be the one that he's got an affiliation to somehow or some financial benefit or cheap holidays or whatever it is, yeah. junkets. Yeah. So, so how is that in the best interest of the patient? Exactly. Yes. No, this is something that does need to be kept an eye on. So, um, it's so it's, it's look, I'm glad that it's been uh, discovered, but uh, I wonder how deep this goes. I wonder if it's more common practice than what has been exposed in this particular article. So we'll have a link to this story uh, in the show notes as well. All right. Thanks, John. You're listening to Beyond Infinity. Science and Technology Podcasts. You'll find show notes and other resources, plus our complete searchable backlist of over 600 podcasts at our program website, beyondinfinity.com.au.